Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Do you know that God's word has the ability to make you what it talks about? As you listen to this sermon by Tikatoni, it is our prayer that you will filled with faith, hope, and love. God bless you. Before we go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, I want you to look with me at the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Are you not happy you learned a new song? Don't you like the song? So why are you not smiling? Why, why are you not lively? Don't you like the song? Uh-huh. Yes. I want to be more like you, Jesus. If these are the songs you are listening to, I think that something will happen to you when you are listening to songs. Not just hey Jesus, hey. What have you done? How have you worshipped? How have you worshipped? Worship is supposed to give you reflections. That's what worship truly is. Reflections. That's why the Bible says worship him in the beauty of holiness. It's supposed to give you it's supposed to produce something. Worship is not just, it's not emotions because faith is not emotions. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing that you are so compassed with a great company of witnesses, or with great company. Is that not what it says? What did he now continue to say? Let us lay aside every weight that does easily do what? Reset us. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does easily beset us. Let us lay aside, seeing that we have a great company of witnesses. In other words, look, people have been through what you are going to go through. People have been through what you have been through. They have, they, they have witnessed it. And this is the life. This is what it is to be called of God. This is what it is to be called by God. This is what it is to bear his name. Since so we are great, great company, great company of witnesses, Great company of witnesses. Great company of witnesses. Great. That means there are many people. There are millions already gone to be with the Lord. And then there are other millions who are still alive today. Persecution, trials, all these things, sufferings, losses, insignificant for a while, failure. All these things are blessings from God. All these things I mentioned are blessings from God. Trials, persecutions, insignificance, failures, they're all blessings from God. They're all blessings from God. Depending on the condition of your heart. If your heart is truly producing faith, if your heart is truly filled with the word of God, if your heart is truly connected to the Holy Spirit, failure will draw you close to God. 
Failure will draw you close to God. It will draw you close to God. Failure drew Moses close to God. Are you feeling sleepy? Why are you not looking at me? Why are you looking at the floor? Failure will draw you close to God. All failure will draw you to your death when faith is not in your heart. Failure drew Judas Iscariot to what? To his death. But failure drew Peter close to Jesus. Peter failed when it mattered the most. Didn't he fail? He failed woefully. He failed so much that a chicken was the instrument for his salvation. Can you imagine that a chicken was the instrument for his okoko? was the instrument for his salvation. Chicken. Think about it. So he says, let us lay aside every weight. What is the weight? And the weight is in your heart. The weight is in your heart. What matters more to you than your relationship with Jesus? Than your holy calling? Look, if you are truly in a relationship with Jesus, you will always want to tell someone about Jesus. That's one test proof for a relationship with Jesus. If you are truly full of the Holy Ghost, you will be converted into a witness. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit is come upon you and you shall be witnesses so those people who have received the holy spirit become witnesses the evidence that you have the holy spirit is not tongues have you never prayed for someone before who was possessed with demons look at me why are you looking down is there a demon here look here have you ever prayed for somebody who was possessed with demons and they spoke tongues Yes. Yes. I don't know if any of you have. Have you? No. Yeah. How many times have you seen that? Many times. And they spoke tongues. They spoke tongues is not evidence of Holy Ghost baptism. Tongues is not evidence. Power and witnessing is evidence of Holy Ghost baptism. Tongues is not evident. That's why the Bible says, for the church, for the church, inside of the house of God, we know that's how we know you're a part of the family, isn't it? When I hear you speaking tongues, Sheketere, Kalamondo, Prokotose, say, oh, he's a part of the family of God. To the world, it is foolishness. It just tells us, oh, he's just a Christian. But to be Holy Ghost filled, is to be a witness of Jesus Christ. So, you can tell that you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, but you are not filled with the Holy Ghost. Who wants to ask me a question? <laughs> Only one person? Huh? Only one person wants to ask me a question based on that? Are you sure there's no question on your mind? Or is making you think? 
It's making you realize some things. What do you want to ask? How can one be filled and still have a demon upon them? Okay. Now, you've seen this many times in your experience. You've seen people who are baptized. Now, they are not filled with the Holy Ghost, but they are baptized in the Holy Ghost. To be baptized in the Holy Spirit is different from being filled with the Holy Spirit. When you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, the initial sign of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is tongues. The evidence of Holy Spirit baptism. And the evidence for Holy Spirit infilling is different. Are you there? Are you feeling sleepy? Stand up. And the evidence of Holy Spirit infilling. Just take a stroll to the back. Stand at the back. The moment you feel sleepy, stand at the back. Don't wait for me to call you. So, um, so when you read the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8, you see it. That the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when, when the Holy Spirit, in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came on them, the Bible says, and tongues of fire appeared. And what happened? The tongue that appeared on them was connected to their tongues. The Bible says, and they all began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the words. That's the utterance. As he gave them the words that they should say, they were speaking in other tongues. That's the evidence of Holy Ghost baptism. But the evidence of Holy Ghost feeling, and you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and tormented, troubled by demons. The demons will not be in your spirit. Now listen to what Paul says in the book of Corinthians. He speaks about a Christian man who was fornicating with his mother as incest, not even fornication. Can you imagine somebody having sex with his mother? He says, such a thing as is not even heard amongst the unbelieving. The danger of the wrong use of the word of God's grace was what was happening to the Corinthian church. You want to see a church that can be destroyed by not understanding the grace of God? Read the book of Corinthians. You want to see that maybe you are also being destroyed by not understanding the grace of God? The same thing may be happening. So you can fornicate right now and not have a conscience. Even comes to him smiling and always looking for answers to your sins. Have we done that before? Look for a way that there is a scripture that makes you feel nice about what you've done wrong. We always look for ways. That's the Corinthian church. Babes. That was, that was what they were doing with the word of, of grace that Paul was teaching them. Then what did Paul say? Paul said, that man, I have handed over his body to be buffeted by Satan for the salvation of his soul. He was a Christian man in the church. But 
Paul handed him over to demons, to Satan, to destroy him so that he will go to heaven. So yes, a Christian can be troubled, even used by demons. Can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and used by demons. You see it every time. I think during our last camp, we prayed for people who were also possessed by demons. We prayed for people who were possessed by demons during our last camp last year. Were you not there? Yeah, we did. We did. When you were binding demons the last time, last Sunday, was the Holy Spirit not revealing what was troubling you to you? In the Holy Ghost field, Holy Spirit baptized, rather, but demon oppressed. Yes. To be filled with the Spirit has different fruits. What does Jesus say? By their fruits. Come on. By their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruit. Stephen, a man filled with the Holy Ghost and faith. That's what the Bible says. Was proclaiming the gospel fearlessly. The first time that you are filled with the Holy Ghost is preaching the gospel. You will always have people that you are teaching. That's one sign that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. That's one sign that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. If I was working where some of you work, do you think I won't have people to preach to? I will always, I will always have a circle around me. There will always be people I'm ministering to. I'll start a fellowship. After this, let's pray for 15 minutes. Let's pray for 10 minutes. Everybody will suddenly start calling me pastor. I like to be called pastor. Light cannot be hidden when the lamp is full of oil. Then the light can no longer be hidden. Is it not true? When the lamp is full of oil, then the fire burns bright. When the lamp is empty of oil, but the, 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 um, the wick has some oil in it, it will still be burning for a short time. And it's a weak flame that will be burning. Have you ever done it before with a lamp, a kerosene lamp? No, but, but the other parts were tendered by, by some gasoline, um, kerosene, right? So because of that, because the, 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 the wick is still wet, you'll be thinking, you'll be deceived. The only thing that you start noticing is that you have to keep increasing it every time until the whole thing has filled <laughs> the whole stuff. You keep burning the whole thing and the wick is gone. It's finished. It burns faster. You run out faster. To be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, 19. From verse 17 says what? It says, don't be what? Do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess. But be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's verse 18. Verse 17 says, do not be foolish but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. Understand the will of God. If you don't understand the will of God, what are you? Talk to me. If you don't understand the will of God, what are you? Foolish. Say, if I don't understand the will of God, 
I am foolish. Then it continues. It says, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. And what does the 19th verse say? Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Continue. Yeah, I've even tried to even get there. Halfway. Halfway is, is, is bad, but it's not too bad. Zero is better than minus what? Mention any figure. Feel free. Better than what? Minus. My. Mary. Yes. Zero is always better. Where you know you're in minus is when you are quoting Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. When I ask you Ephesians 5:19, then you say, Ah, this is minus. You are in a deficit. <laughs> in a deficit. Speaking to yourselves. This is how you know your Holy Ghost field. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. You are speaking to one another and to yourself. Speaking to one another and to yourself. Speaking to yourself. Something is always going on in your heart. There is a reading always of the word of God in your heart. So what does it say? Continue it. Verse 20. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Do you see? Do you see how you know a man filled with the Holy Ghost versus a man baptized in the Holy Ghost? Speaking to yourselves in Psalms. That means on the inside of you, you are always saying Psalms to God. He says, in your heart. That means someone who is filled with the Holy Spirit is a person who speaks the language of the heart. I don't know why you're not writing it. As do you remember. Someone who is filled with the Holy Spirit is a person who understands the language of the heart. A person who is filled with the Holy Spirit is a man who knows what? What? The language of the heart. He knows the language. He understands the language. He uses the language. He expresses the language of the heart. Of the heart. What is the language of the heart? Speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. Isn't that what it says? Speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. Wow. To speak to yourself is the language of the heart. Is that clear? To speak to yourself is the language of the heart. It's the language of the heart. Amen. Amen. Do you understand me? Right now, let me ask you, right now, if you are filled with the Holy Ghost, what's happening in your heart? If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, 
What's happening in your heart? If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, what's happening in your heart? It's not about what's happening in your mouth. You can't use your mouth every time. Language of the heart is speaking to yourself. What's happening in your heart? Are you speaking to yourself? Are you speaking to yourself? Are you saying, Lord, more of you and less of me? More of your understanding. More of your humility. More of your wisdom. More of your knowledge. More of your power. More of your soul winning. More of this. More of you. Or are you also saying in your heart, herein is my love made perfect that I may have boldness in the judgment. For as you are, so am I in this world. You can even say those songs, the song you just learned. I want to be more like you, Jesus. I want to be a vessel you walk through. I want to be more like you. What's going on in your heart while you're listening to me? It tells you what you are full of. The matter in your heart that is always turning over in your heart is what you are full of. You're always praying in your heart. Always speaking God's word in your heart. Some of you, it's been a long time that that's the bubbles of, of the Holy Spirit come in your heart. Like God gives you a song on the inside. Your heart begins to sing songs. Whenever I'm in my darkest time, I have always hated the condition of my heart. Do you know why I hate the condition of my heart? Because I want to feel bad, but my heart is always singing. Whenever I'm in my toughest time, sit there just in case you might stand again. There was a company called You May Never Know Limited. That was the name of the company. You May Never Know Limited. You'll soon be going to work. So you may never know limited, Rookie. Are you guys there? The matters of the heart. What's the weight? What are those things that are weighing you down for God? What are you singing with your mouth that your heart is not full of? Jesus said it in Isaiah. He quoted Isaiah when he said, These people, they come near me with their mouths, but their hearts, their hearts is Far from me. Your heart can be far from Jesus. Where can you find Jesus? Whenever they were looking for Jesus in the, in the Bible, where did they find him? Doing what? Praying. He wasn't found in the mountain teaching. Jesus was found praying. You can find Jesus in the place of prayer. Your heart is far from Jesus if you are not praying even as we speak. Your heart is far from Jesus. If you can't just wake up and pray, your heart is far. That's because Jesus can be found in the place of prayer. I've thought about this before. Where can Jesus be found? Again. One more time. Wow. So let us lay aside every weight. Are you laying it aside? Hmm? These people are not talking with life. Are you hungry? Say the truth. Mm-hmm. 
Then the Bible says, and the sin that easily traps us. The sin that easily traps us. The sin of the heart. All these things are in the heart. Your heart is full of what? Your desires will tell you the sin that is always easily trapping you. The desire for women, the desire for money, the desire to be seen, the desire to be popular, the desire to be powerful, the desire of the world to have the whole world. Your love for this world. These are the sins that... So the Bible says it's in 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. What does it say? Love not the world. Love not what? The world. Speak out to me. Love not what? The world. Yes. All the things that are in the world. So you can love the world or the things in the world. Do you see it? Yeah, some people love the world, but they don't love the things that are in the world. They just love the world. They love the world. But you see, if you love the world, you eventually love the things that are in the world. That's what the Bible calls the spirit of the world. The church wants to be like the world. That's what it means to love the world. You like the dressing of the world. Whenever you see it, it thrills you. It makes your body vibrate. It pleases you. It intoxicates your feelings. You love the world. You see, but I won't buy it. I just like the dressing. Now, you don't love the things yet. You'll soon come around. Hey, what I go? <laughs> Do you understand? Is it clear? You, you, get, you get what I'm saying, right? For now, and the only reason that you don't yet Love the things that are in the world that are in the world is because you don't have the means yet. God is delivering you by testing you with emptiness because the spirit of the world is already in you. The spirit of the world. He's de- Can you see the goodness of God to deliver you from the spirit of the world? That's what's ruling the church nowadays. The spirit of the world. The spirit of the world. The spirit of the world. The church wants to look like the world. We want to have our church like the world. We want to be nice like the world. Oh, I like the way the church is like a party hall. You want to always look like the world. Impress like the world. Talk like the world. Sound like... You like the way bad boys sound. You like the way wicked people sound. You like the way someone says, I, 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 just, I just like the way, the way these guys carry themselves. Bad boys attract girls. That's what you like. So, so you, to you, you can't attract girls because girls like bad boys. You got to have a pinch of bad with a sliver of good. Oh, see you now. If you like, be quiet. I still say it. Should I not say it? I thought it used to be our church. Nobody now wants to be lively. I know why. I know why you are praying inside. And it's not easy to pray and say, hey! It's easy. It's hard. But at least show some life. Show some life. Show some signs of life. I mean, pity me. I've just been talking, talking, talking. Why? What have I done wrong? But then the second reason also be that what I'm saying is addressing your heart. Is it true? 
is addressing your heart. The spirit of the world. The spirit of the world. You would rather have a job than be in the presence of God. You would rather have a career than be in the presence of God. You rather have all these things. Anything that the world has, you like it. Until you have a flat screen, your life is not complete. Until you have a nice video game, your heart is not complete. Until you have a beautiful phone, your heart is not complete. Yes. But when the kingdom of God, when the word of God fills your heart, the overflow is that you begin to tell people about Jesus Christ. When it fills your heart, you talk about Jesus. There's this song, this old song. I don't know if anybody here knows it. Maybe I said Gabriel. Every time you see me talk about Jesus, he's the owner of my soul. Every time you see me talk about Jesus, he's the owner of my soul. He's the owner, he's the owner, he's the owner of my soul. He's the owner, he's the owner, he's the owner of my soul. Again, every time you see me talk about Jesus, he's the owner of my soul. Every time you see me talk about Jesus, he's the owner of my soul. Oh, he's the owner, he's the owner. He's the owner of my soul. He's the owner. He's the owner. He's the owner of my soul. Look at that. Every time you see me talk about Jesus, listen to that song. Because he owns my soul. Every time you see me talk about Jesus. Oh, you talk about Jesus too much. You talk about God too much. Don't you know anything else? Paul said, when I came to you, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I didn't come to you with the enticing words of men's philosophy, but I came to you in spirit and with power. What a shock. Say, what a shock. What a shock. I came to you. That's how you are coming. That's how you are coming. To the point where when you come and you knock on someone's house and you open the door, you're blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, ah, you do too much. You want to eat. You say, it is written. And he said, I am unhungered. Say, oh, this is too much. It's too much. Get too much, then get control. Than that you are zero. At this point, zero is worse. Full of God. Full of God. That's how you become shameless. People who are filled with the Holy Spirit are not ashamed of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me, Matthew chapter 10. If you are ashamed of me before men, what will happen? I will be ashamed of you before my Father. Shame and pride are one and the same. Are we becoming more spiritual? Yes. 
So he says that. Then he says the next thing he says in Hebrews 12 verse 1. Let us run with patient endurance. With what? Patient endurance. Not just with patience. Patience that endures. And endurance that waits. Do you see that? Waiting that can endure. And endurance that can wait. Patient endurance. All things are yours. Whether it is life or whether it is death. But can you wait for your future? And pass through the process God is taking you on. Patient endurance. At the end of the day, everything you are thinking about will be yours without your struggle. Look at it. You're thinking of a car. Can you imagine that in this world you die without owning a car? I mean, think about like does it does it does it dawn on you that it's, it's a possibility? But that's what you are thinking about now. You can't run. You see, when your heart is on the world, you will not be patient. When your heart is on the world, you will not be patient. When your heart is on the world, you will not be patient. You will not be any. You can't be filled with the Holy Spirit and filled with the Spirit of the world. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Hebrews 12, verse 2. I, I'm, I'm closing. Yeah, I'm waiting for everybody to get there. I'm closing now, by the grace of God. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Looking up to Jesus, the author and finisher of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despite the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Look at that. Looking unto Jesus. What does, what does another version say? Fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fixing our eyes on who? Jesus. Fixing our eyes on who? Jesus. That's where you have to fix your eyes. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the expression of the word of God. Fix the eyes of your heart on Jesus Christ and your eyes will not be tempted. First John chapter 2 verse 5 again. Love not the world or the things that are in the world. The next verse says, for if any man loves the world, the love of God is not in him. And what does the next verse say? These are the things that are in the world. Number one, the lust of the flesh. That is desire for what your body wants. Think about it. Have you become worldly? Is that what your heart is all about? Is that where your love is? Your, your heart is always thinking about what your body wants. Food, clothes, watches, houses, what the body wants. What else? Name it. Name it, everybody. Rest. What else? Fun, flexing. I want everybody to be themselves. I want everybody to flow here. What else? Name, we're naming things. Sleep. Yes. Playing. What else does the flesh want? Eating. We said eating, but you can still add it anyway. Emphasis. 
games. What else? Amongst other things. Oh, yes, we are going deeper now. <laughs> you see? Then after the lust of the flesh, then he says what? The lust of the eyes. Is that 1 John 2.15 or 1 John 2.5? Confirm. Is it 15 or 5? Let's confirm it so we can be accurate. 15. Beautiful. So, 1 John 2.15. Are you seeing... So after the loss of the flesh, what is the next thing? The loss of the eyes. Eyes. Desire for what your eyes see. Let's name some of these things. Women. Bon bon. Botos. Yes. What else? Cars. Property. Phones. Clothes. What else do the eyes see? Positions. What else did I see? Promotion. What else does the I see? Passport. Passport. Aeroplane. Aeroplane. What else does the I see? Overseas. Over there. How are things? You want somebody one day to call you and say, How are things over there? How is that side? Yeah. Over there. Our side. Guy I don't I don't I don't shit. I don't ballad. I don't ballad. I'm not the this side again. I don't I'm on, I'm over the Jordan. Hey! <laughs> the ministry is moving forward. What a shock. When I say what a shock, you say it. What a shock. What a shock. shock. It's a big shock, isn't it? But these are the things your eyes see. Nice haircuts. Look, every young, it's a trend. You know that the spirit of the world is following you when you are also trending. It's, It's actually in the Bible. Be ye not conformed to this world when you are trending. The spirit of the world is with you too. You're trending. You're trending. The latest watch, you have it. The latest shoe, you have it. The latest clothes, you have it. The latest eyeglasses, you have it. The latest earbuds, you have it. The latest phone, you have it. The latest hairstyle, you have it. You even have platinum teeth. Yeah. I remember when we were in secondary school, that's how we knew that the spirit of the world was in us. When people were in SU, well, some of us were not in SU, we were in US. <laughs> I'm in SU. Some of you were not, I don't know if you met that trend, that 50 cent G unit belt. Hey, you met the trend. Who owned one? Ah, you didn't own one. Put that thing on. This is how you're talking. The rest of this side will flap, but you're talking this side. Do you understand what I mean? This is how you're talking like this. This is how you're talking. Then you roll your belt. 
The spirit of the world is an oppression. The spirit of the world is a real demon. It's a strong demon has held down most Christians. It is the spirit of the world that makes people pray about happiness. Your desire for happiness tells you that the spirit of the world is around your life because you're already happy. You don't need circumstances to be right to be happy. I think it's Matthew 16:33. I think it's Matthew 16 verse 33 that says, in this world, you will have tribulations or cheer up I have overcome the world is it Matthew 16 33 32 John where is it in this world you will have tribulation where is it it should be one of them is it not there okay where is it? If it's not there. Have you not found it? No. And that's what I said, isn't it? I said if it's not Matthew, it's John. So who, why didn't you just open it? Okay, you opened it. In Jesus. It's not in good conditions. It's not in favorable circumstances. It's not in bearable situations. It's in Jesus you will have peace. And what did he say? In this world, you have trouble. Wow. Look at that. In this world, you will. What did he say? You will. You will have trouble. You can, you'll be thinking to yourself that the reason why I'm having problems is because I'm not yet where I should be in life. The reason why I'm having troubles is because I'm not yet that thing. Because there's a certain horrified life I haven't seen. That's what you're thinking. There's a power I've not received. Power from on high. Look, listen, my friend. The higher you go, the more trouble. Jesus has already assured you. See, in this world, until you leave this flesh, your troubles will never end. My dear friend, take note. Trouble is not a sign of the absence of God. In this world, you will have trouble. Trouble is a sign that you are on earth. Trouble. All the troubles you are having all the troubles you're experiencing. That's why it is in the midst of your enemies you are to rule. It is in the midst of difficult times that your church is to grow. It is in the midst of difficult times that you should be winning souls. For in this world you will have trouble. He said, I already told you this thing so that when you know news before the newspaper, then you see the news, you just smile. We know what's happening already. You would have had peace if you believed Jesus. But you are looking for peace because you don't know 
that in this world you will have trouble. That's why, you're, that's why you don't have peace. That's why you think more work will make you more satisfied. Because you are looking, you are thinking, in this world you have more financial trouble. Rest with it. If you can rest with it, you can have faith in what Jesus said. Then you will cheer up. You cheer up. Then you realize there was trouble inbound, but the battle has been read. He said, cheer up. I have overcome not your trouble. Jesus didn't overcome your trouble, for you will go through that. He overcame the world. What a shock. Jesus didn't overcome your trouble. You will go through it. But he overcame the world. The same world he tells you, don't be worldly. He has overcome that one, not the trouble. The trouble itself will come. The tears itself will come. The hunger is there by design. In the midst of your struggle, you should be drawing closer to God. Happiness is not based on what you have or what you don't have. That's why. So you say you're a true Christian. You are truly filled with. There are there are Christians and there are true Christians. By their fruits, we shall know them. There are people who keep saying, "I'm full of the Holy Ghost." Ha ha! I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God! I'm full of the Holy Ghost. They are applying the confession of faith, but they have no fruits for their confession. Therefore, their confession is a lie. Because faith is not to be spoken only, but is to be acted upon. You can't say what you're not doing. Put your money where your mouth is. What do you think? Put it on the dollar. Don't come in and tell me, I, I, by the grace of God, I heal the sick. Glory. Okay, okay. Cancer. Cancer is here. Epilepsy is here. I'm going round the world. Bring your passports. You are not, you see. But when there is no faith in action, I'm called by God. Where are your souls? People who are called have souls. You have people that you are laboring to put into the church. That labor, that trouble you are having with your souls, that is the evidence of Holy Ghost infilling. It's the evidence that you are truly called. When you have nothing, don't say you are called. You have not even been flashed. You haven't been flashed. Everything has its fruit. The fruit of a pastor is who he pastors. Is it not true? The fruits of a pastor is who he pastors. Yeah. It's who he pastors. He pastors. You don't have anybody disturbing you as your, as your, your soul, your sheep. Anybody you are disturbed over. Anybody that's your compassion. See, 
they, if there is something that you be fasting for them, you be fasting for them. Someone else is fasting for you, but you are not fasting for some people. You be fasting for them, hearing God for them. Because the people must be led into streams of living water by the shepherd. The pastor is the one that makes his sheep to move forward. To move forward. Someone, someone helped you to move forward to this point in your life. You don't, if you don't know who, that's amazing. Someone helped you, prayed you into it, counseled you into it, taught you into it. You are, you are here. Now that same person has come back to say, we are going to go further. Who are you being that for? Who are you being that for? By their fruits, we shall know them. It's not by their words. It's not by their words. Words deceive. Actions speak. Satan deceives with his words. Actions speak louder than words. Your actions reveal your heart. Amen. Yes. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix the eyes of your heart. The eyes of your heart on the word of God. Say, I'm fixing the eyes of my heart. I'm fixing the eyes of my heart on the word of God. Pray that prayer. Lord, help me fix the eyes of my heart. Say it after me. Lord, help me fix the eyes of my heart. Lord, help me fix the eyes of my heart. Upon your word. Pray that prayer. God bless you for listening to this anointed sermon of Teacher Tony today. We are excited and would love to hear from you. Can you share your questions, prayer needs, and praise reports about how this sermon has blessed you? No matter how brief, via our email address at playfan at gmail.com. That is P-L-E-F-A-N at gmail.com. Kindly subscribe and share so the name of Jesus can go far and wide through this ministry. And until next time, God bless you.